Hey, Sunflowers. It's your girl, Mika J, and welcome back to another episode. Y'all, this one is good this week. But first, I want to say I'm so glad that you guys decided to join in with me today. And I hope that you all had a wonderful and blessed week. My prayer is that God imparted in you a new thing about yourself, that he grabbed your attention and placed a spark in each of you to gain more knowledge of who he is. Now, for those who are new tuning in, hey, y'all, hey. Last week, we spoke on identity, knowing who you are in Christ. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out episode one, because God truly led me to expound on the struggles of self-identity. Well, since I dropped that episode, the Holy Spirit has been dealing with me about the realization of things that we need to work on to ultimately activate our purpose. But before we dive into it, I would like to say that this podcast isn't just to reach people, but to shine light on community as well. Therefore, I am creating the opportunity for business owners in the community, especially Black-owned businesses, to spotlight their brand. So if you, a family member, a close friend, or anyone that you may know has a business, and if you would like FWM Podcast to give your brand a shout out, please be sure to DM Fearfully and Wonderfully Made Podcast on Facebook or email me at thefwmpodcast at gmail.com. So guys, remember that you are loved, you are blessed, and you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Now let's get to it. that y'all are here and for when can I just say that this podcast has been a long time coming in the last episode you guys know that I told y'all that this season has been seasoning okay I'm telling y'all Jesus he has sprinkled some adobo lemon pimple and everything but I am seasoned and lathered up okay he has been definitely putting us through it but it has been for my good As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the Holy Spirit has been dealing with me about the realization of things that I need to work on and how our purpose is directly correlated to this revelation. Y'all, when I mean been dealing with me, I mean have been dealing with me from sermon series to downloads while I've been resting in his presence to just seeing things around me, even just me sitting back and thinking on things. God has really been dealing with me about, you know, working on self. Well, we as people in this life come to the conclusions about certain things dealing with ourselves constantly. I, for one, am continuously in a state of introspection, which describes my introverted nature. But this has allowed me to rest in the presence of the Lord and him download things to me by showing me myself. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that it has been wonderful, amazing things. Oh, my God. Like, oh, wow. No, it has been things that has been hitting me dead in the throat. Okay, things that have me like, like, oh, child, blessed be. And it makes you feel so great to know that God sees all of that and he still chooses to love you. 
And child, let me tell you, those downloads has been happening a whole lot. So much, in fact, that I'll be over here like, okay, Jesus, okay, now. I hear you. Like, Lord, I hear you, okay? So after receiving those downloads, or revelations rather, I don't know about y'all, but y'all, I do get excited. Even though the revelations hit me in my throat, you know what I'm saying? Make me look like, ooh, girl, you know, child, you got some stuff to work on. However, in that, I'm very excited, mainly because I'm over here like, yeah, oh yeah, I'm learning, and yeah, I'm growing, uh-huh, uh-huh. I just get very excited. How many of y'all listening has been in that same position, just excited and happy to know like, okay, I'm getting some things, Jesus, I'm soaking it in. I mean, I get so excited admitting those hard truths about myself because it really shows that I'm able to be honest with God and honest with myself but what are the revelations without the results well oftentimes we get so swept up in the admittance of our flaws that we miss the mark on what God is trying to do in our lives like we get so stuck on the realizations that we miss the mark on why God brought about those realizations and what he's trying to do to work on your lives through them Now, don't get me wrong. Admitting those hard truths about yourself is very important because how can God begin to move upon your life unless you first admit your wrongdoings, right? As the word says in Proverbs 28, 13, he who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confess and forsakes them will have mercy. Admitting those sins and flaws creates a space for us to learn from our mistake. We are all human, y'all. Every last one of us. We don't get everything right. We each have strongholds that keep us in a cyclical pattern of making the same mistakes, which is why God doesn't want us to stay rooted in the revelations of our sin, but to focus on the process, which leads to the results of us denying our sin and being who we were called to be in Christ. For example, and y'all, I'm about to be real transparent right now, okay? So, child, don't judge me. Okay, just pray for me. Pray my strength. Okay, so I've recently been following a sermon series by Pastor Michael Todd from Transformation Church. And the sermon series is called Cuffing Season, okay? If you haven't had a chance to watch it, y'all, please be sure to go and check it out on YouTube. I promise you the whole sermon series is a blessing to my soul. It is. And I pray that if you go and check it out, it's a blessing to yours as well. Anywho, each one of the sermons allowed me to contemplate on where I am currently and realize some things that I need to take to the Lord so he can give me strength to work on. And one of the sermon series in particular, child, is called Cuff to Cake. It hit me hard too, cause y'all, your sis like to eat, okay? Like in my eyes, food is wonderful. It's a blessing to my soul. It really is. But after watching the sermon, I had to admit that I don't particularly have the best eating habits all the time. Well, it isn't enough for me to admit it. I have to allow God to help me to take action in getting healthier eating habits, right? Well, that's where the problem often lies, because let's be honest here. How many times have you stated that you need to lose weight, work on the attitude or change any particular thing in your life, but you never even started the process of their weight loss journey or working on that attitude or whatever you said that you actually needed to work on. Well, if your heart isn't in it, Pooh, how do you expect actions to follow? I mean, God shows the importance of the heart when it comes to worshiping him because Matthew 15, 8 says, the people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. 
Y'all, this isn't about those vowels and consonants that comes out of our mouth, but about the position of our heart. And if our heart is not positioned properly after the revelations God downloads into us, we will make the same mistakes over and over again and even make the mistake of thinking that revelation and results are synonymous. And they just aren't. First thing first, you can't do this by yourself, baby girl and baby boy. Please stop trying to. And this is me talking to me as well. We can't do it by ourselves. And you trying to is an indicator of you telling God that you're the one in control and you don't really need him. But that's not true. We need him more than ever before. We need him more than the air that we breathe, y'all. We cannot do this by ourselves because only God can see you through this thing. We must humble ourselves before him and let him cleanse us. As 1 John chapter Chapter 1, verse 8 through 9 says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This takes us accepting that revelations must be followed by the process. And we don't often want to go through the process. Let's be real. In our mind, everything will be cookie cutter. It will be perfect. We won't be struggling the way that we're struggling. However, it's for a reason. We live in a popcorn type world, okay? Everything is easy, quick, with no wait time at all. But honey bunches of oats, let me tell you, okay, that Christ doesn't work like that. It's not up to you to do this thing. Okay, it's up to you to lean on him and do this thing with him. Even God tell us in his word in Isaiah 55, verse eight through nine, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. In other words, anything worth having is worth working for. And you don't know it all. You can't do this thing like God. Only God can do this thing. That means that we would have to endure some hardships, enter numerous wilderness and pruning seasons to continue progressing in Christ. Even in the word of God, it says faith without works is dead. And also in Romans chapter five, verse three through five says more than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not push to shame because God. God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You're going to have to go through it. You can't go around it. You can't go under it. You cannot go over it. You must go through this thing. But the best thing about all of it is Jesus left something with us that is so amazing. But we must have the open heart and the willingness to want to surrender and to activate it. And that is the Holy Spirit. If you lean and rest in the Holy Spirit, there is nothing he cannot guide you through. We must know that all things are working together for the good of those who love God. It's working together for your good, but you have to trust him. And that takes surrenderance, y'all. It takes surrenderance. Those revelations, aka downloads that Christ has poured into you during those times you have been obedient and rested in his presence are all a part of your character development. In this season, y'all, 
The Holy Spirit is pruning us because he knows that you can't go into that new season, into those blessings, into your value, into your worth, and into your purpose with that attitude, those same negative toxic traits, those same thoughts. You cannot go into that new season with that. So in this season, he is pruning, but it must be up to us to place our hearts in the right position to be able to receive. You see, he knows what your future holds and what can hinder you from getting there. Like Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Christ wants you to be the very best part of yourself. But in this season, he is telling us that it's time to stop talking about it and let's be about it. If he's telling you to work on your attitude, then work on your attitude. Rest in him and ask him to give you the necessary tools. If he's telling you to work on your prideful nature, then position and humble yourself before him so he can begin pruning you. No matter what revelations has been placed before you, it's time to stop relying on the admittance, the revelation, the realization, and know that faith without works is dead. Until we put in the work, we will forever remain in a cyclical pattern of generation curses, sin, depression, and mediocrity. God never created us to be mediocre. He's not even a mediocre God. He is amazing beyond amazing. He is good beyond good. And he wants us to be great beyond measure. Y'all, I hope this word really truly blessed someone today. It truly blessed my soul. And I thank God for pouring into me so that I can be able to pour into you all. I know that it's difficult. I know that it's hard. I know that sometimes you don't even see a way out. Sometimes you don't even know how you're going to get over that hump or you might not even know how you're going to begin to work on it. But God says, you stop trying to do it and let me do it. Take those things to him in prayer with a pure, intentional and open heart and tell him, Father, I need your help. God, I don't even know where to start. God, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know how to begin to work on these things. And God, I need you because I can't do this by myself. And I promise you, he will answer you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never steer you wrong. But you have to trust in him. You have to rest in him. You have to surrender your will for his will and know that he has it all in control. Once again, y'all, I pray that this has been a blessing to you all. And I want to go into a word of prayer because my prayer is that God opens your heart and he begins to pour those things into you what you need to know about you and that you're accepting of it but more importantly that you go to him with an open heart telling him to give you the strength so you can begin the process of getting to the place that he wants you to be father God I come to you as humbly as I know how give you honor and praise Father God, I just want to say I thank you for being the wonderful, magnificent, amazing God that you are. We paralyze the enemy and his imps as a whole, God. And we go ahead and cancel and we speak against and we tear down every demonic mantle, every demonic entity that is trying to take over our lives. God, it shall not be. We are vessels for you and for you alone. And the enemy has no place here. God, you are the I am that I am. 
God, you reign over our lives. You speak life into us. God alone, you have given us authority to speak life into ourselves. That's just how amazing that you are. Lord, that's just how much you love us. Lord God, let's speak life into those dead places in our lives, Lord God. Let's speak life into the journey that you are embarking us on, Lord God, to be able to come to our purpose, to be able to fulfill and to birth those gifts that you have planted inside of us so that we can uplift and edify your kingdom. Lord God, allow us to forgive ourselves, Jesus. Allow us to be okay, Lord God, knowing that we made mistakes because we're human and you know that we are. That's why, Lord God, your grace and your mercy is sufficient for us. That's why your son Jesus came and died on the cross for our sins just for us. Because of that love you have for us, knowing, Lord God, that we are human, we are not perfect. But Lord God, placing us the want, the need, the drive to want to be more like you, to want to be perfect in your sight, to want to strive after your own heart, Jesus. Lord, allow us to step out of our own way and allow us to step into your light. Hallelujah, Jesus. And grab hold of your hand as you begin to guide us on to fulfill the purpose that you have of us to fulfill. Lord God, I ask for you, Lord God, to be in the homes of everyone listening, Lord God. Place your protection around them, Lord God, and to place a spark in them, Lord God, to want to know you more and more each day. Lord God, I hope this touches their hearts so in fact that, Lord, they want to study more about you. They want to pray more, Lord God, to you. They want to talk more with you, Lord God. And they, more importantly, Jesus, want to give their life to you. God, we thank you and we praise you for exactly what you're doing. Lord God, and we just thank you for imparting in us, Lord God, those downloads to help us to be a better version of ourselves. Oh God, we thank you. We praise you. We give you all honor and glory in your mighty name. We pray. Amen. Guys, I love you. I thank you for tuning in. Until next time. Bye.